Welcome to my podcast reboot episode. So if you guys followed me before, you might have noticed that I had a couple episodes out, but I decided I don't really like them anymore, so I deleted them. And this is the brand new episode one of my podcast here. Um, I know I had a goal at the beginning of this year, 2021, that I would release one podcast a week or one podcast a month or something, you know, but... uh you know, shit happens. That's okay. Here we are. However, you know, no pressure or anything like that. When we have a feeling, the feeling we want to talk about something, something comes up, we'll have a podcast. If not, then next week, next month, I don't know. Maybe it'll be the AK of the podcast, you know. <laughs> okay. With that being said, let's get started. So today's topic is relationship slash dating red flags because it's a classic first podcast topic okay um but this is your disclaimer right now at the very beginning that everything discussed on the pod is our own personal opinion and it's all meant just as a jokey joke so please don't take serious okay if you do take any of our advice or do something in your relationship, we are not responsible. Okay. responsibility, that's it. Nothing else. Okay. Disclaimer, don't come at me in my DMs. Okay. Thank you. Anything else? No pain, no gain. Shoot your shot. Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Thank you. Wayne Gertzky, Michael Scott. So I will give a quick introduction of our two guests for today. Uh, we are all joined together via Zoom. Uh, our first uh, guest is, well, I'll start oldest to youngest, I guess. Oh yeah, no, I don't need any introduction. But our first guest is we have Mr. Olympian here, Mr. Team Canada, Mr. Harir. Uh, the reason to have him on the podcast today is because we need somebody to stir the pot and to play the devil's advocate. So if he says shady shit, he's supposed to say shady shit. I probably, yeah, I probably mean it, and it's probably true. And you'll, you'll know. You and know? if you, if you take it personally, that means it's about you. <laughs> it's, about you. <laughs> it's about you. Second guest we have here is my chota brother, Mr. Harjot Singh. <laughs> little big brother. Little big brother. He's on Zoom. Even though we're literally living in the same house and he's in the next room to me, he's sitting on Zoom on his own room because I can't figure out how to get the Zoom and my mic working at the same time. But uh, yeah, he's here too. You want to say hello? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Okay, first of all, major life update. I want to start first and then we will go to you guys and you can add your two cents. Pretend this is my live therapy session with all of you where I unload all of my trauma and you can guide me through this basically. This is how it's going to work. So as you guys already know, I was uh, in a little bit thingy thing with somebody where we were together for three years and it, uh, it ended due to external influences that shall not be named. But I'm not going to bring it up, okay? We're going to discuss those later anyway. Someone's going to bring it up. Chalo, if it happens, it happens. I don't really care. But I mean, it, basically, I'm not going to go into too much detail because uh, I know this person values their privacy and I've been kind of told to keep it a little bit confidential. So I'm not going to be releasing any details at this point, but whatever the future holds, it holds. Being 100% honest, I think being together with somebody for so long you they become like a routine in your life almost right and when something like that breaks off it's really difficult to figure out a new normal for yourself and it's definitely not been something that has been the easiest thing to accept because you know when you've kind of like dreamed this entire life with somebody you kind of have expectations of what the future is going to hold etc 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 and have everything kind of like thrown out the window it's it's definitely a big thing to deal with you know I felt like my body went in like literally through a state of shock like mentally physically emotionally everything like I, I was literally what I felt like at a rock bottom in my life at this time and it's going to take time obviously to kind of navigate through that but definitely I've learned a couple of things along the way that I think I'm going to be looking out for in the future other types of relationships and stuff like that 
but that was kind of like my major life update. And I guess that's what kind of inspired me to, I guess, start off with a bang with this great reboot topic. I want to know from you guys, have you had any sort of a, like a flip of the switch type of moment, either in a friendship, relationship, romantically, family, whatever it is, where you felt like, you know, oh, this is something that's kind of fishy. I don't want this or anything like that. I'll let her Joe start. Yeah, the first thing, you know, just to, to add on to what Manmeet was saying, it reminded me of a very famous line that the great Ami Verkwan said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, if you want to edit that out, feel free to do so. We're keeping that. We're keeping that. This is raw, unedited version. Yeah, pretty much like for me, anything that ever happens with like friendships and everything like that, right? It's just like when you see that your future values don't line up. I think, or what, what my, my, one of my major rules is once something starts taking away your peace, it's time for it to go. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a hobby of yours. It could be a, a person in your life. It could be a friend. Uh, it could be like work-related. Once, once something starts taking away your peace, it's time for it to go. Just value your own peace over anything. Yeah, you know, since this guy referenced Emmy work, he had another great song. <clears throat> and it went, Yar mere amali, saheli mere gamli. I just think that. Let's do sides to everything, and uh, one side is just always wrong. That depends. Are you on the right side or the wrong side? Are you in the dark side or the right side? I'm on the right side. That's it. Cancelled. You know what? My fan base is going to cancel you, okay? Cancel. There's no such thing as canceling. It's okay. I'll, I'll That's just another go. podcast, though. That's another podcast, though. That's another topic. Okay, Harvey, what about you? Have you ever had any sort of, like, flip of the switch moment or any, like, defining moments where you're like, no, like, this is it, man. Like, I- I'm done. Yeah, uh, I feel like friendships, that's, that kind of happens early on or kind of later. I've had that happen a decent amount of times and you learn a lesson each time and you move on and it hurts you, but, you know, it is what it is. You put so much into relationships and kind of get used or whatever. And then on the other end of the spectrum the greatest awakenings I've had are like after relationships, after moments. And, you know, I was lucky enough to have one with, you know, one of my best friends at the same time, kind of switch religion to a future after that. And it was a great few years. I feel like, like, like what you mentioned before, like you learn a lot, like afterwards, I, I am such a huge believer that whatever happens, it happens for a reason. And there's always something positive that you can take out of it. Like I know with any type of relationship that I've been in, whether it's like romantic or like friendship wise, I've always learned something about my own self, like something new that I feel like, okay, this is definitely something that's high on my priority list that I want in a person or a friendship or whatever it is. Or for example, this is the type of person I'm trying to avoid or, for example, this is one way that I've learned how to make myself better, stuff like that. So I agree with you. I feel like there's always something that you can learn from different types of experiences. I was just saying it's, it's kind of like an internship, right? Sometimes from an internship, you learn like what you like. But most of the time, you learn about things that you don't like. I agree with that. I know, uh, I guess one example that I want to talk about is, is a friendship of this one person who shall not be named and you guys know about them. I know Hami said that he did not want them invited to our Thanksgiving dinner ever again. <laughs> so that was a great uh, friendship that we had. But the thing about that one was like, you know what? I went so like full into it. I was so eager to make this new friend to welcome them into, you know, our home and, you know, you know, have a great friendship and a great you know long term relationship with them, you know, in, in, a, in a family type of way. But the thing was like, it just got so toxic because this person tried to put, you know, uh, I would say like a wall or a block between me and somebody else. And I was like, yo, this is this. I'm not here for this. This is too toxic for me. And we can't. I, I, I completely like went silent treatment, everything, cut them off, cold turkey, everything. I When somebody starts messing with my relationship with other people, like, like that's it. And if you're listening and you think this is about you, your name rhymes with Stop. I'm gonna blank that one out. I remember I told you guys you have to each bring me a funny story, uh, a dad joke or a bad pickup line, and it has to make me laugh. So I want to hear those now. Who wants to go first? So uh, I'm gonna go for the pickup line because I'm a smooth. I'm a. I'm, I'm a guy who's like smoother than glass. So let, let's see if this works on all the ladies out there. <laughs> 
So, hey, uh, do you believe in love and first sight or should I come around the block again? Come around the block again. You know, just the hard one in the It's like a second take, you know, second take. That's a good one. That's a good one. One successful one that I have had in the past is, this is cheesy. <laughs> Don't give me that look. It's a, hey, that hand looks heavy. Let me hold it for you. These, these guys need like help. It worked. You need to listen to this podcast. I'm gonna be giving them game all day. I, I had a I had a buddy once, and what he used to do is he'd go out, and then at night when you know you're back home, whatever, two three in the morning, he'd send his Snapchat ghost emoji with his username to chicks on Instagram because he's so bitchum, right? He's so at that point. My like, God. He's drunk, whatever. You don't care. You have full confidence, like Raj from Big Bang Theory. And either in the morning he'd be added back, or he wouldn't. And then he just delete his message and then go on with his day. That's it. He had, like a, he had like 80% success rate with that. Yeah. Well, one time, one time he did it on two sisters and one sister. Oh my God. The other didn't. Yeah. Crazy story, man. And I bet that they talked about it afterwards too. hundred percent, man. But my pickup line, my pickup line is, I don't know if it'd work. I think it'd work, but it, you know, essentially goes, Hajot will be a fan of this. He goes, you go up to the person and you go, Hey. Do you want to be Nike? No, I fucked it. No, hey, I will be Nike and you will be McDonald's because I'll be doing it and you'll be loving it. I had um, something on my Snapchat and I asked around a bunch of friends and on my Instagram about people to submit in some of their red flags. And I want to read them out to you guys and I want your opinion on them. I'm going to keep them all anonymous. Everything. Just walking, sleeping, sitting, Everything's a red flag. Okay, anyway, so first red flag that somebody submitted here, not introducing your significant other to your friends. Is that a red flag or no? Um, yeah, yes and no. It depends like how far along you are, first of all. Yeah. Like if you're like actually serious, then it's like a hundred percent I want to be like introduced to your friends and stuff, right? Like I want to be a part of your life. I want people to know about me. It's like if you're just starting out, then that's like, you know, makes sense. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna Introduce your entire family in Kandan on the first date. Yeah, I feel like that opens up a few can of worms, though, you know? Because it's like, I, I think it's a speed thing. You don't have to do it right away, but you got to do it. It's how much do you want to expose of, of yourself and your significant other for a certain point just to protect your own peace. Totally fine thing to do. Because some people just fucking jot the post on Instagram and this and that. It's like, dude. That's, like, that's too much. That That's too much. Three months down the road, done. That's it. That's Finish. it. Fuck off. Next. Go ahead and delete those Instagram posts later. You know what? That's true. Archive them. You never know. Mate. Archive them. <laughs> Archive them. Bring them back later on. Talks about their ex or their relationship all the time. Red flag or not. All the time? Yeah. All the time. It's like, then, then you're just the rebound. Or for example, like whenever a situation happens, you say, oh, look, I remember doing that with my ex or that person, etc." Like all your experiences are based around just back to the one person where it keeps coming up in conversation. Yeah, I mean, a bit. It's a different story when the other person asks about stuff. But if you're always, if you're always harping on about, you know, I used to do this, I used to come to this place and this, you know, I feel like you got to just push that shit aside. What you did with one person, you just never go to those spots. You never do that shit. Next, please. That person X for a reason, you know? Yeah. Make new memories with this new individual that you have in those places. So they're positive. Exactly. I really like this next one because I agree with it. Referring to your exes as crazy because that makes me think that you were the insane one or drove them to be quote unquote insane. Like if you're always saying, oh, my crazy ex did this, my ex is so crazy, she did blah, 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 he or she did whatever. Like if you're always saying, oh, I have so many crazy exes. Like that could be a red flag for that individual. Like what is the reason why you have so many crazy exes? Yeah, I mean, I gotta disagree with you here. Sometimes they just be fucking crazy. It's- That's fine. Like I, I'm, I'm sure that it happens like naturally. And guys, guys are crazy. I've seen some crazy shit. I've heard some crazy shit. Girls, depending on your geographical location, can be crazy. <laughs> as, as as Drake would say, small town, not much to do, but talk or listen. And, you know, Oof. they let that get to their head sometimes. Yeah, I guess so. Pretty much like if you have a history with crazy exes, maybe that's just your type. Yeah. Maybe your type is just crazy people. And that's like the one thing that you're like, you love, you love that energy, but you just don't want to admit it. 
I support this toxic shit. Great type to have. I don't. See, the thing, see, taking that uh, concept from, let's say, like a female's perspective, a girl's perspective here, when I hear guys constantly talking about, you know, oh, my ex was crazy, ex was crazy, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes you, like, listen to, like, what exactly they're talking about. The person demanding or, you know, requesting them to be more, I guess, loyal or more you know respectful or more you know involved in their relationship or if someone they're asking for more attention that might label them as you know crazy or insane or whatever it may be so sometimes i think that the guys just making it up in their head like they're the they're the insane one they're the crazy one and, and i'm talking to two guys but like that's what it is from a girl's perspective sometimes all right i i, I just trust you on that one okay more red flags here. And, and then we'll do like a fire round. Somebody posted here, tells their mommy everything. <laughs> is that a red flag or no? So I, I think there's a limit to everything. You know, having a great relationship with your parents is one thing. But there red is flag. What no- is a, a red flag? Let, let me finish. There's no need to tell them everything. There's absolutely no reason to. I mean, come on, man. It's like there should be a certain level of trust and like, if you tell somebody one thing and like they tell you something in secrecy, it should stay a secret right? unless it's going to harm somebody else. But like that shit should stay like locked up under key. Like there, there's that, that certain of like trust and decency that you owe your partner. You can't just be telling everything to your parents. Like that's all over the board too. Like red flag, man. It, like sometimes you're in that friend group and you have people shit between the boys and it gets out to like a family member and you're like, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you know, like, you can confide in your sister, cousin, whatever, but, like, queen them to be And, dude, the people that, not just, like, parents, but, like, sisters, cousins, everything, it's like, dude, I'm dating you. Not the goddamn friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I think people struggle with, do I let my relationship out to my friends and stuff? Because they know, you know, shit tends to just get out of hand then i i agree with you i think it's fine to be like open about your relationship and talk about it and get advice once in a while from your friends or somebody who you consider close but you know your relationship is between you and your partner like some things are not meant to be said outside of the two of you right it's, it's kind of like a respect type of thing where you know you sometimes say things where you don't want other people to know because it's a safe space for you right But then again, if something, let's say, you know, you're feeling frustrated about something, I understand going to talk to, let's say, your best friend or a parent or whoever it is sometimes to let off a little steam. It happens to all of us, right? But when you make it a habit that you're always going to be shit talking your partner like behind their back, like, I I don't, I don't like that. Like, yeah, essentially, we we all have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You know, you you should definitely be listening twice as much as you speak. All all y'all. People on Twitter and everything, y'all should take note of that. Hey, why is Bandai? Sab chota, but Ustad. Okay. Okay, more red flags here. Okay. They don't get along with your friends or their friends hate you. Both of those. Depends on circumstance. Yeah, man. Like some bitches just have it out for you just from day one. Sometimes when you don't let their friend use the washroom. And when I say bitches, I mean, you know, you know. know. Both inclusively, I'm not, you know, supporting one side. It's bitches, I mean, both men and women. On one, on one hand, it could be like the person is actually generally, uh, genuinely toxic, and your friends are trying to save you from that. But sometimes people are just wrapped up in the wrong circle, and the circle is what's toxic, and the one person who you're dating is trying to get you out of that toxic yeah. circle. And usually, man, it, usually it's the friend that, like, when you go out, you know, is like the one that, like, just trying to block everybody from having fun. That's the one you gotta kind of watch out. For. Party pooper. That's the, usually the one that tries to ward herself into the thing or himself into the thing. It's like, dude, why don't you just let your people have fun and live? You know, life goes up and down. People get to get hurt. They're not. It's not your job to fucking protect them. Exactly. They're never going to learn their lesson if you just let them, like, you know, cruise control through life. You got to call scrapes and bruises, you know? So this could go both ways. I guess guys with too many close female friends or girls with too many male friends. Is that a red flag or no? I don't really think so. In, in my perspective, because it's just like, what if that girl has just homie energy? And if she has homie energy, she's going to have a lot of homie friends. Homies with oh, by, by homie, I meant like male homies. Okay, I'm talking from my own perspective. I'm just trying to put something out there for discussion. But what, 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 what is too many? If it's like exclusively, then it may be a red flag. But if it's like, you know, if it's like a 60-40 or 70-30 split, I'm not worried about that. 
if you are worried about that, it might be a bit of an insecurity on your part, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. I agree with Joel on that insecurity thing. And then also, actually, like, fully agree on the insecurity thing. I've seen it. You know, sometimes you're just friends with that person of that other gender for like six years before you met this person. And you can't just expect somebody to come in and just be like, oh, I don't like that bitch or like something like that. You know, it's, I feel that that's very, you're, you're almost forcing your, your partner's hand in that situation. And that is a red flag in itself. Also, very famous saying, if you have a friend, she can become a friend of me. That's also true too. See that, that was like a perfect timing for that quote, because what I was going to say was if I have a partner and their best friend is a female, out of respect for me, I would hope that that female friend, I don't care how long that they've been friends for, but they understand a little bit about boundaries. I don't want this, you know, best friend of theirs to be, oh my gosh, so, so, uh, here, take a picture with me, whatever, you know, hugging him, whatever. And I feel like that's fine if you're friends, like I get it. But sometimes when you're viewing it from the other side, it could be just an insecurity type thing. I don't, it probably is. I don't know. I don't care. But like, I feel like once you're in that type of relationship, you want to have a, just a little bit of a buffer just for the respect for that other person. And I'm sure that, and if it was a reverse role, like what if, if, you know, if your girlfriend or whatever had a really close guy friend and they were always like, always hanging out together or always sitting next to each other or always whispering in each other's ear about something, I'm sure that that would bother you too, right? Like it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex, but like, I think when you get into a relationship, maybe just just like a little bit either you have that conversation with your partner or that partner's friend like I don't know but I think there needs to be a little bit more of a buffer just as like a safety whether you meet it or not but just kind of like in case what do you guys think about that I think that's very fair because you never know what that other friend's intentions are if their intentions are good and they actually mean well then that's perfectly good but the only thing is you'll never know because you're not that friend you're never you're never going to know what somebody else's like deepest intentions are exactly what if somebody falls in love with their friend and then you're and you're telling your person like hey you be careful of this friend i'm getting fishy vibes he's like no no they're best friends and then when you break up they're together like a hundred percent agree or what, what sometimes happens is like when that friend get or when your significant other gets into a relationship with you that's when that little spark kicks in it's like oh damn i've had feelings for my best friend that spark though is rooted in our ability that we just want like crave attention you know and once that attention goes to this other to this other guy or something like that, suddenly like you're attractive because you want what you can't have. Almost like idea, but not really. Uh, next red flag. They still talk to their ex. Uh, I'll, I'll let Big Bro go first for this one. Nah, how do you go first? No, it's not a red flag. Looks like everyone's talking to their ex right now. <laughs> not that anyone wants to answer the question. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll start, I guess. I think it depends on how the relationship ended. And if you are not in a relationship, I think a little bit of contact, like if you're on good terms, I don't think that's an issue at all. Okay. But I feel like when you do get into a new relationship, again, just out of respect for this new person in your life, I, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, you guys broke up for a reason. I Obviously, you know, if you were a good match, you would have been together, but I don't think that you should be talking to your ex you know, if you're in a relationship, I would not want that. It would make me really fishy and it would make me feel really uncomfortable. I think if my partner was still talking to their ex while we were still together. What's that song by AK? Genji, 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 get the book out of there. Question. We have predetermined that a friend can become a friend of me. That is fact. That's it. See? But can a friend of me become a friend? No. Out of respect, as Manmeet was saying, out of respect for the... If you're single, yes. But if you're with a person, like, dude, like, with that friend comes the fucking... The, their friends, their family, everything. Like, you know, there's one thing being cordial and respectful if you see somebody for, like, a two-second span of time. There's another one, like, oh, yeah, like, we're still friends. Like, nah, dude. That's, that, that's some weak-minded shit. That's your ex for a reason. I think it depends how long you've been in the relationship before. Like if it was just like a month type thing and then you just like if you started off as friends and then you were together for like a month or something and then you called it quits, like that's whatever. Like I don't care about that. Like that's perfectly or if you're doing the whole toxic ex thing, like I fully support that shit. But once you get another person, it's like you gotta come to the realization, like, okay, you know, it's done. Fuck off. That's it. 
purposes served, as you know, my cousin in India would say, transaction done. That's it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Woo. Okay. So another submission that somebody had was, when your gut tells you there's something off, there's something off, and believe in it. That's not really a red flag, but like you know, can you really you feeling feelings you are done there, right? You know that. You are suspicious of something, or or something doesn't feel exactly like it feels too good to be. I'm not gonna say too good to be true because probiotics, kala probiotics. Ted krab hoga baby. That's why if something doesn't feel. Take a hug. Take a hug. Ajmola. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, that wasn't really a red flag. But just, yeah, that gut, that gut feeling you have. If you think that something's not right, then you know it could not be right. Okay, another one here is commitment phobia, meaning basically like you've been kind of in the talking stage for a little bit of time, and you're kind of wanting to either get like a yes or no answer of you know like are we a thing? Are we not a thing? Are we together or not together? I know some people don't believe in labels, but that's a red flag for me if they quote unquote say, oh, I don't believe in labels. Like if you don't believe in labels, but your your means a lot to your partner, then what's wrong in saying, "Oh, this is my boyfriend, or this is my girlfriend, or this is my partner, whatever"? Like that's like a huge thing for me. If you're commitment phobic, I I know a few people that are guilty of this, but the way I look at it is like I look at it as like there's an age restriction on how long you can fuck around this label thing, you know, or like that commitment thing where it's like you're kind of half in, half out. There comes a time, maybe, I don't know, you're like 22, 23, 24, you got to realize, talk to the men out here, you got to realize like, yo, you know, either stop wasting other person's time, you know, or just, just go for it and see how it works out. But one thing that I found is if you're off the bat, you're clear like, hey, you know, this is exclusively June, July, August thing, then the summer, peace, you know, it's just nobody puts themselves in a position to get hurt or do anything but then also if you're out there like you know after whatever some period and you're like hey i feel something dude either go for it but don't don't none of this ghosting shit it's just can't be someone ghosting is some beta energy don't don't be a ghoster be a bamba that's true be a bamba so i had this one dm come into my dms on instagram one of my favorite dms i've ever received i did not respond back to it but obviously i screenshotted it and i want to read it out to you guys i think i read it out to her but i did not read it out to you Javier. so let me read it live and anyone is welcome to take this oh shit where did it live reaction <laughs> i live react i had something else i wanted you guys to live react to but now I forgot what it was. Okay. Oh, while we're waiting, I have the biggest red flag I've ever seen in my life. Okay, what is your red flag? This is from a friend of mine. This friend's not going to be named. Uh, she received, on, on Facebook Messenger, she received an 800-word confession. Oh, my God. This is an 800-word confession from a man that she knew from a couple months. Sick. Are you going to read it? No, no, no. I don't have it on me, bro. It's like... It's X, Y, Z reasons why. Would they, it's like a, it, that was an essay. It depends on the person. You put the effort in. Um, is this person a friend or a friendly? Friend. With a potential friend in me? No, I'm sorry. You're listening. That was you. You're gone. <laughs> I found it. I found it. So this was from somebody who I'm not going to, I guess I cannot assume exactly where they're from. But I'm going to assume anyways and say that they're from India. And this person sent me a DM. And every time I post a story, I get a reaction. Or every couple of months, like, hi, hello, Instagram DMs and the whatever messages. I don't ever reply back. Just, okay, anyways, this is my favorite one so far. Okay, so it was, Pata nahi thwaadde varge sone muttiyar rab ne ki soch ke banaya. Ajja rab kol elna time hega si. ब्रॉट बेली रीड इट माई सेल्फ बलैक 
I just thought it was so beautiful. I'm kind of tempted to reply back. Man compared you to a Dubai Sheikh. Dubai Dian Sheikh Kandia Rania Wangan. It doesn't it doesn't get higher than that. That's like the ultimate, like honestly, I think like guys out in India, yeah, they're fucked up. But the ones that are in your DMs, I'm like, yeah, think like they're gonna say that shit to you on a daily though. You know, you wake up, he's gonna have like a poem ready for you. That's beautiful. Just today, I I got a DM today that the first thing that they said to me is, "Are you single?" That's totally fair. That's just the way of slide. I guess this guy's getting right to the point, you know? No playing around. No no wasting anybody's time. I respect it. Like, if you're not, then you say it. And if you are, and then you talk a bit, you don't like the person, okay. No time wasted. No energy. No energy. No excessive energy wasted. That, that, that's, that's like throwing a line into the ocean, though. How many lines like that do you think that they cast into the ocean? They're, they're going for the, the volume game here. Nothing wrong with the volume game. The Benzer's going to catch, not this fish. Maybe they're being respectful and, you know, maybe they don't know. And then they're just asking. And then if you are, you know. Welcome to the intro. This podcast is sponsored by Dill Mill, the premium South Asian dating app. Dill Mill, actually sponsor me. Can you give me, can you give me some... Bills to mill with. Hello, Razier. A special secret guest. One thing I want to add in there, like I've been listening to what you guys have been talking about, talking to exes and having a lot of other friends and a lot of that stuff. There is a part of insecurity, but at the same time, how many cases do we hear of people going back to their exes? Mm. When you're in a relationship, like you've had feelings for that person. The feelings have existed. Yes, they've died down. They can never go away completely. So now you've left that door open for complications. It's not red flag. It's just you're setting yourself up for failure. If, 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 you, if you want something serious out of the relationship, you don't want that. Get that out of there. Kenji. You know what? There's one solution to that. Arrange marriage crowd and do relationship afterwards. That's it. 100%. That's it. Koi feeling ni, koi falling ni. That's it. Baaj dating routine kar leo. That's it. <laughs> People look at what you like and what you don't like in a relationship, but look at your principles first. If you if you actually want something stronger, look at your principles. Everything else can be adapted because what you like and dislike can change over time. That's true. Yeah. But if people are being forced to change their principles, that's a red flag. That's huge. True wise man married advice. Thank you for dropping, for schooling us, schooling us all. Taking notes. Well, because, because, because that's the thing. Like, if, if you want something serious, you should be looking at, do those people match with you principle-wise? Everything else can slowly fall into place. And then the other thing is, when you guys were talking about meeting the friends and all that stuff, I'll tell you about one of my cousins in India. He had multiple relationships up to a time where day one, the whole, whole, whole world would know. The puppy that he finally got married to, everyone found out about two months before their marriage. Because he told me, he's like, I found out. I had too many people around me. They said, well, what would our importance be if the both of them are happy between each other? We won't get any attention. It'd be your own friend sometimes. Yeah. I had to tell him, I'm like, you don't even like, because he had been going through this cycle over and over. And I told him, like, that's your partner. That's not the world's partner. Yeah. You don't need to make it known to the whole world because there is going to be people who are your friends, but really are snakes, that when you're happy, you don't need their help. You don't need their support. So they, they're basically like, they're trying to create a divide, create those doubts in your mind. I, I really like that point that you brought up, actually, where, you, you know, it just needs to be you and your partner sometimes like if you if you're listening to what everybody else has to say in one year all the time they're gonna give you their two cents and then they're gonna go right but you're gonna live your life with your partner and if you always have somebody talking in your ear about stuff like that or just anything in general then that's gonna you know put a huge rift in your own relationship and do you really want that well of course not but you need to like learn how to block out the noise sometimes and you know Think for yourself. Like if you're trying to find something serious, that's your ride or die. That's what you're trying to go for. It should be you versus the world, not you and your friends versus the world kind of thing. Like there, that's a different story, but this is, it's the most serious one. Like this is like, I actually remember actually hearing something in India. Funny enough, it was actually at the same cousin's wedding. 
Oh shit. Yeah. You know how here we see at the Nandkaraj, all the brothers stand, stand around? Yeah. They were about to stand up and the Gurdara Granthi made them sit down. Good. I, I agree with that. He said, the girl is about to walk into a life of her own. Those two need to live their life. Like they, it, it's a life independent of everyone else. The only person they should be going to support is Guru Sahib and that's it. Yeah, I agree with that 100% wholeheartedly. You know, obviously we've seen it kind of, I think it's become more of like a cultural thing at this yeah. point. Nobody really understands what the reasoning behind it. I did read a little bit of the history and the reasoning behind having the brothers there initially was because sometimes, you know, they had like Junia really like deep down low so you couldn't see where you were going and it was more of like a support type thing. But I 100% agree with what your point was. You know what? It's you and your partner you know in your relationship and everything together and nobody else except for you know the god that you accept as your own and, and just you two you need to be able to support each other right exactly no third person needed especially your mom no shots fired there no shots fired there you know, if, you know what if it stung you this is this means for you okay <laughs> No, at the front. Yo, if they actually watch this podcast, I'm sorry, bro, but you're obsessed. Like, you need help. The Nuravajita. I'm not gonna comment on this. Okay, moving forward. That's a topic for another time. <laughs> that is my thought on that process too. Like, it's your family is important. All those people are important. But when you're in a relationship, either don't get into it. But if you've got into it, that's the most important like i don't know we, we say a lot of stuff oh i'll do this this but when it comes time to show it like either be a true to your word or you never should have said those things like don't waste people's time yeah i agree i mean like i personally value family a lot and i feel like my partner they have to be a good fit with my family they have to get along with all of you guys too it's something that's really important to me but at the same time if my you know, friends or family or cousins or whatever are saying something in my ear, like I have to, you know, have some common sense about it and actually think, is it is something actually that I should take as advice? Is it just an opinion? Are they trying to put something, you know, random into my head? But just like how use your own demog sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, it's important to think of those, but that thinking should have happened before you got into the relationship. If if you know your family was going to create problems, all that stuff, either you don't get into that relationship and waste other time or well that's the family's problem too bad yeah i i've committed to this and you guys can either move on with me or without me i'm not moving away from my partner that's child's play for sure you should not make permanent decisions based on temporary opinions you're acting like a child or that's a red flag that you you're using someone else for something else either never had proper intentions or something like like all those things are red flags either be upfront you're here to have fun that's it that's totally fine as long as you're honest right from the very beginning honest about it like but, but if you're saying like if you're getting into a serious relationship and you see the other person is starting to plan a future and then you're still kind of staying quiet about it and then letting it keep on going it's not even a red flag you're you're a loser yo you're a loser you're a horrible person that's it so all the guys who are listening in so all my cousins have this one test that everyone has to pass if they want to like date me or get into a relationship with me i've been pretty lenient on it so far but i think i want to actually put it into effect officially as of right now so basically what the test is is again, I'm going to put my disclaimer here and say, if any injury or anything happens to you, me and my family are not responsible and you're walking into this on your, <laughs> your full self by yourself with nobody forcing you into any sort of situation in any sort of way. But anyways, the test is, is that if you want to date me, then they have to beat you up and send you to the hospital. And if you still come back, then you're fine then you're worthy like the, the only reason the last one didn't come through is because you didn't pass the test oh shit we we, we didn't put him to the test like it, it, i i 100 okay, i told you mr olympian we'll only break your good day if you can still walk back then then you can talk we can, we'll consider it we'll consider it if you can if you can fend them off i'm out here <laughs> we're doing the traditional style 
Uh, to all those listeners, I apologize. I went to grab my uh, charger and this shit turned way too sappy. We, we had a special guest on. We had some married advice. Married. That advice is, yeah, look at what phase of life you're in, you know? So let's have a fire round of red flags here. We'll go around and we can all say one red flag at a time. And let's just shoot a couple of them out. And we can stop and talk about something if somebody really wants to stop and talk. Okay? Who wants to start? Mama's boy. Can't keep a good conversation going or never initiates a conversation. Tells all their friends everything confides in them like really confides in them and people that put other people on a pedestal for like their own life decisions you know lying rude to wait staff or customer service people when we're out drinking problem yeah i'm gonna go ahead and extrapolate addictions of any kind like what if you're, what if you're addicted to the gym that's still an addiction you need help you don't remember that amrinder gill song if you all oh, that's that's the list that's it those are all the red flags and the requirements in one song i'm in the girl thank you 100 percent. just because 2021 and lily sings head so you know um to add on to joe's point bro like what if you're addicted to going to the world daughter <laughs> literally the other end of the spectrum thinking about daru jarda drugs everything you talk about speaking of that just like people go to the gurdwara to go do jugalia that's absolutely wrong you're scum of the earth dude don't even get me started bro jugalia if you have a jugalia habit if you like oh my god i hate that anybody in your family has a jugalia habit bro i can't stand it excuse my language bro but like bro. That's brutal. Kills me. It's like, dude, like, shut up, man. Like, people have nothing going for them in their lives, so they just love to bring other people down. At the Gordwara, bro? With the Genji too? Fuck, man. <laughs> That's it. No more on that topic. Okay. Actually, constant negative energy and talk and their conversations are just draining. Like, after you talk to them, you just, like, dimag chattalaniya. Worst type of people. I hate that. I had, I had one. Total Debbie Downer all the time. Like, I can't. I had one in I'm my sorry. life like that. Those, like, and, like, if things aren't to their accord, then it's, like, nobody's having fun. Too high maintenance type. And and just want to show that, like, I'm having a bad time. So you, you can't, like, you're not allowed to have a good time. Sometimes you just got to suck it up, put a smile on, and have a good fucking time. You, you can go home and cry. You need to cry at the party, bro. Straight up. Like, just hold that shit in for a few hours. Have fun. Do your thing. Go home. If you want to be ducky, take your ducky ass home. But don't, don't bring that shit around. Or tweet out on Twitter like me. Adding on to the selfish and self-absorbed, people who think that they're just better than everyone else. And I'm going to say, quote unquote, too educated. And by too educated, sometimes I mean, but people who think that whatever, due to their accomplishments or like study or whatever it is, life experiences, that they're just the high rollers and everybody else is beneath them. I, I hate those types of people. Those people with a superiority complex. Yeah, exactly. Superiority complex. I couldn't think of the word. Thanks. Uh, I'm kind of running out of these flags, man. I have a lot. I can keep going. Too much of a pushover. That's it. If you just, if you're gonna say yes to everything or just whatever somebody says, you're on their side. Or whatever somebody else says something else, you're on their side. Just don't be a noodle head, okay? Ugly ass noodle head. Dude, a lot of worse than people. <laughs> people are just so afraid of saying shit because they don't want the other person's feelings to get hurt and shit like that. Honestly, I respect somebody that like is more outspoken and can acknowledge they're wrong, still says what they want until they're proven wrong or something. And they're like, oh yeah, fucked up. I'd way rather be friends with that person than just like somebody that's like quiet all the time and conniving. Like. Well, one thing that actually her beer auction always says that I'm going to use here is cycle Davi stand on the facts. That literally, my next point was doesn't stand up for you. <laughs> Depends though. Like. What if they're in the wheelchair? Then you be there, you be the person who supports them to stand up. You get the chair lift and shit, yeah. You lift the chair up, man. You, you need supportive people around you. But you at the same time, you don't need yes men either, you know? Like, there, there's there's lifting up and then constructive. You got to be able to give constructive criticism to Oh, there we go. Another one. You got to be able to take constructive criticism and not take it personally all the time. The, the I can never be wrong people. Worst. Like, you know, you got to be wrong once. Let me have this one. Just once. You got to be wrong. I know this is not like a, like a personality trait or anything. 
but a loud chewer. People that chew their food really loud. I can't. I hate that. I don't want to hear it. Like, I'll have my headphones in when we're eating all the time then. Do you really want that type of relationship where I just have my headphones in while we eat? Yeah, but if somebody's chewing quietly, that means they're plotting something. It means they didn't like the food, man. I don't care. If you guys like loud chewers, you have the red flags. Doesn't like jaw. That's a big red flag for me. If you don't like jaw. Yeah, it's a bit fucked up. I hate jaw. There you go. That's a red flag. I feel like the tastes, like certain tastes are like, you know, I'll, I'll allow it. But if it's like, if you don't like leisurely time together, you know, when, when I'm drinking my jaw, like you should be there too. You can be drinking coffee. You can be drinking juice even, you know? I think people that are also really not willing to like go into certain situations for their partner, if that makes sense. Like, like, hey, like, you know, it's like, I got this party here. Like, I want you to go. And it's like, you know, your partner wants to go and they want to bring you, even if you don't want to go, just shut the fuck up and go. Yeah. You know, like, and you know, the other in the other way, like you always do whatever they want. Like, you should be able to just put aside your suck for a second and just move on and be like okay yeah, i'll go i'll go put on a face and do it for two hours and come home and that's yeah but come home early then if, you, if you're not yeah it's just it's, it's it's like a happy medium you know, give and take somebody who won't sh- who won't support my shopping addiction okay i feel like this this is so freudian right here this is like completely based on me <laughs> are you just all the red flags i do this is so freudian man all your red flags are trying to describe me no, I'm not. I mean, if the shoe fits. Okay, here's another one. If they're an overspender, they don't have any sort of financial literacy or knowledge. I agree with that so much, actually. I think that's something that's so important to me. Like, when I spend, I spend after I know whatever my budget is, whatever savings I need to do, whatever investments that I have, I take them to consideration. So if there's an extra 100, 200, 300, whatever, I don't feel bad spending it afterwards. Like, I like I don't really care about that. But if somebody's not like financially literate or if they're not, then they're not putting effort or time into maybe get to knowing something. I That's a big red flag for me as well. I feel like you need to have a little bit of sense about budgeting, spending, you know, buying things and all that kind of stuff too. I think like, honestly, this is probably my biggest deal breaker right here. And it's if they're not growth oriented. Oh, I like that one a lot. The ideal woman partner for me is somebody who's going to grow with me. You know, see me and accept me for an unfinished product and be willing to grow with me. Right. But if, if you're like e- e- either if somebody who wants a finished product, that damn, you're, you're a red flag too. Like, screw you. I don't want you anywhere near me. I have one. Somebody who is not a risk taker. I feel like that's a big red flag for me. Or just willing to try things. It's like, hey, like, just do this. You don't know if you you don't like it. Dude, I'm not a fan of people that judge people, like, right away. Hmm. You know, it's like, fuck it. I feel like you should give everybody a chance. And once you get burned, then you kind of know what's going on. But just, just have a shell up that... You know, even if you get burned, it doesn't really fuck with you that much. But you should be able to not be like, here through the like the grapevine, like this person did this and this and that. So you shouldn't like them. It's like, like I'm just deal with them. And if I get burned, I know I was told beforehand, it's like, you know, we're all adults. You just accept it. And if you get burned, you get burned. In your own opinions and you know you know perceptions about somebody based on your own experiences like for some situations i can understand if you take somebody's word and whatnot but i'm a big believer in that just because somebody else said something about someone that doesn't mean it's necessarily true right so you should be able to formulate your own opinion or like you don't even know what really happened there so it's like yeah exactly and that's actually one of like the biggest lessons i learned uh with my own like friendships and whatnot right it's like don't let uh other people's opinions like sway yours, right? Make your decision yourself. When people are too controlling, like everything has to be a very specific way. And if it's not that way, they throw a temper tantrum. You're not my dad. <laughs> okay. Just straight up. Even like a friendship type of situation, like if somebody feels like they're the headmaster and they have to control everything, that's a red flag for me. I, I cannot, like, not even, like, romantic relationship, but, like, friendship-wise, like, uh, it's a no for me. It's a no. <laughs> no. I don't like. It just ruins the vibe, bro. You're scared to do stuff. Yeah. Based off the fear that, like, this person's gonna be, like, lash out. It's like... Let's say, for example, you're in, like, a giant friendship group, and, like, obviously, everybody can't be available at the same time to do everything, right? But, like, if you and one friend decide to go out and independently do something, 
and then you message everybody else oh well I, this is how it's going to be like why wasn't i included etc etc making a big deal out of nothing yeah yeah you're making something out of nothing exactly or or, or dude i had this once man literally i i went somewhere and it's like you know shit happens in the spur of the moment i'm a pretty spontaneous person so you know explore and come back and just gone it's like we're supposed to go this and that it's like dude like you, you can still go do those things it'll be a totally different experience you know it's not like shit's just reserved for for one person that's still like the worst like you did this without me we can still go do that thing it's just gonna be different it'll be our thing it's, you're just being restricted then it's exactly the last point it's like oh hey sorry guys i uh i gotta go with this person first and then you know next time everybody's down then we can go you're supposed to go with me that's the exact that's supposed to be our thing. Yeah, <laughs> just rain voice, man. I don't like you anymore. Won't let me have a pet llama or alpaca. That's a you problem, 100%. We're open to the idea. Of we're op- exactly, we're open to the idea. Like, who wants to, you know, same regular pet, dog, cat, gerbil, whatever, parrot. Like, I want something different. Even if, like, if you automatically say no to me and you don't even consider it, come on. I think I am recognizing life goals and dreams that the person had before they met you. And, like, meeting somebody that's instantly supportive and, like, supports good behaviors towards those things. That's a green light. That's a green, that's a green flag. I think having your life goals and your partner's life goals have to be in alignment. Like, it's okay for you to want separate things and different things as long as you guys are in the same boat and are okay with, like, a little bit of margin of error type of thing, right? It's okay for you to have your own separate dreams and goals, but your partner has to be supportive about what you want to do as well at the same time. Like, you, they have to be, I guess, I'm not going to say, like, quote-unquote, sacrificing their goals for your goals, but like sometimes if it comes like to a roadblock and you either have option going one way or the other way, it's not always just one person that's giving something up. Yeah. And there, there has like, if there's going to be a compromise, like you guys should be talking about it together and doing it together rather than one person always just towing the boat. Do you have any other segments? That was the only, like, that was the only topic I had. Dude, I thought we were going to go around and tell our own red flags. Oh, sure. Shit. Okay. One that, this was my entire list yeah. of red flags. What were you talking about? Our own. Like, what is her jokes red flag? Like, what is a red flag that I possess? Sure, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Enable all the bad things. You have to, you have to, what is a red flag that you possess that you're trying to fix? What if you don't possess any? That's a red flag that you think you don't have any red flags. I was testing you guys. I was testing That's you guys. a red flag. <laughs> That's the red flag. Okay, Joe, because you want to talk about this, you can go first. Oh, God. You guys uh, have to give me a minute. Okay, I have one red flag. You're crazy? Huh? I'm crazy. I can get crazy, but that's not my red flag. Okay. <laughs> I'm not fucking crazy. That's not my red flag. I feel like my red flag is is that sometimes I get so invested in a relationship that I feel like bending over backwards for that person. I become the noodle. I become the pushover sometimes. That's my red flag. And I'm working hard to, you know, fix that in some sort of way. Because I want to have my own voice and I don't want to lose my voice in a relationship. Like, I don't always want to be supporting your dream goals. I have goals of my own. I don't want to always have to pick your whatever you want instead of what I want. I want my voice to be heard in a relationship too. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, I I give somebody my all and I don't necessarily get that in return. Like, it's almost being taken for granted. And I need to like bad choice of words but man up essentially a little bit yeah i think that's the red flag female empowerment we're all about it here that's right also he's spineless fuck you know what i'm willing to do anything for the people that i care about and that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time a good thing and a bad i will literally give somebody the world but they have to give me the world back what more do you want from me oh i'll just say yeah i don't have any red flags so i don't that's literally the red flag okay you were walking red flag you that was literally one of your red flags that you said that if somebody says that they're perfect that's the red flag maybe that's the red flag you're working on if we're actually being honest here i think one of my red flags is that i really value like myself and my own individual time Hmm. and sometimes like i don't communicate that so it seems like i'm like distant or whatever but i just like to do do me and i enjoy my own individual time i think it's it's so important to be your own person 
But at the same time, sometimes we might need to sacrifice just a little bit of our own personal time, even just like the beginning part when we're getting to know each other and stuff like that. You have to be a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning and before you can find the right groove or balance of personal time versus together time. I've had a couple minutes to think about it, let it marinate. I think a lot of, I guess my my, my biggest red flag is, I, I, I think it stems from the fact that I place too much, too many expectations on people especially to people who are close to me. I'm known as a person who's like the gentle dude, the nice guy, right? Whatever, right? Who, who, would, never, who would never hurt anybody. But when it comes to people like I love and I care about, those are the people where this like random Hulk comes out of. And I'm pretty sure everybody on this podcast has experienced the Hulk before. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner every single year. Our deep basement. Oh, oh yeah. Those are, those, those are the good times. But yeah, it's That's just like- you. That's because of you. <laughs> what? Anyways, I place too many expectations on people that I care about. And then that leads to angry emotions towards them when they don't fulfill that expectation. I think it's more so like you have an idea of how you want this person to be. But then when they aren't like that person in your mind, it gets frustrating. That, that's facts. You know what? I get that. I feel like I feel like it's okay to have expectations of people. Like that's that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to let's say expect something from somebody, right? But sometimes I feel like if we have those expectations, depending on what they are, like we should make them known at the same time as well. So you're not, you know, fighting yourself with the person that you are with or friendship, whatever it is. If they're not meeting those expectations with you, just have a conversation. About yeah, I, I mean, I think everybody should get burned at least once in their life. I think it builds character. I think you kind of figure out what your red flags are, what other people's red flags are. I think it sets you up for a great phase of life too. Like, you know, there's so much more to life than just locking up at fucking 18, 19, you know? Yeah, I mean, it works out for some people. Yeah, but like- It does, but you gotta, you gotta fall. You gotta scrape your knees, you know? You gotta break a few bones, get up. For those people who like are in like locked up at that young age, I like look back to myself at that age. I'm like, dude, I was a little child. Like I knew nothing. <laughs> it's so dumb when you look back. Literally. That's the love of my life. Literally, and it's like, dude, like... I like bitch. Enjoy, you know? Enjoy, enjoy, but like... I'm just, you know, maybe try to set it up with like a friend or something that you can follow with, both of you together. Mm. Then you really have the next phase of your life. Pretty damn fun. I think unless you have those negative experiences, like, when you have an actual relationship for you, you know, you're really giving it your all. Like, you won't be able to take it, you know... A hundred percent in. I kind of find the worst to describe it, but I guess like then you won't take it for granted, you know, because you know how it feels like to be at your lowest of lows. And then you really appreciate all the experiences you have, all the memories you have, everything you guys go through when you sort out through, you know, problems or conflicts together. Like you take that shit for, you know, what it is. Like you don't take it for granted. You value it a lot. You have to let people eat that day, bro. That's it. That's it. That's it. If you if anything offended you in this podcast, it's meant to offend you. <laughs> it was meant to offend you and it's meant for you, and you are the red flag. So fix that, okay? Fix yourself. And stop taking things personally. Well, one less massive red flag is actually dating itself. That's it. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this podcast uh, on relationship red flags. Make sure to like and follow me on any, I guess, whatever you're listening on. I guess it was Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever it is. TV listen, And also follow me on Instagram at kidna.ladies. That is at K-I-D-D-A dot L-A-D-I-E-Z because you're from Canada. Good down, ladies, on Instagram. But anyways, what do you guys want to plug? Yo, honestly, my, my Twitter is a safe space. Uh, Harjot13G, Harjot13G, that's my Twitter. Uh, feel free to uh, follow. I'll, I'll follow back if like you actually post good content, but otherwise I won't. But um... Okay, yeah, I'll plug it. Uh, my Twitter is HSS, Hasbulla Singh. <laughs> H-A-S-B-U-L-L-A, Singh, S-I-N-G-H. It's kind of a, it's a fun meme account. <laughs> the best one. You will enjoy the content. You'll enjoy the content, though. So I just want to plug that. And yeah, if you're offended, fuck you. Dillon. Fuck.
Podcast.